Welcome to the best podcast on the planet in the moment. <sighs> you know what I hate about the journey, Katie? The journey of what? Life. Uh, what is it? It's a hill. Mm-hmm. Life is an uphill battle. I'll be running up that hill. And you have to constantly put a lot of energy and effort into going further. Mm-hmm. It's a fight. Mm-hmm. Doesn't stop. Mm-mm. You ever walked up a hill? Mm-hmm. It's constant effort. It's hard as fuck. And meanwhile, life, people, friends, family, things around you, circumstances... Those things are gravity. Okay. They're pulling you down. Yep. While you're trying to walk up the hill. Mm-hmm. And if you slip or you stumble, you fuck around and catch some momentum. Mm. And tumble down. You be two years old again. That quick. Everything you done walked up that hill and fought for can be over if you slip and stumble and you can't hold on to something. That's true. Think about it. Yeah. It's kind of like grades in school. Okay. You can start with an A. But end up with a... <laughs> get one F. You got a D. Done for. Didn't get another A. You only got a C. It don't add up. No. You understand what I'm saying about the journey? I do. It's never fair. It's not the same going up as it is coming down. Life isn't fair. Gravity doesn't help you go up. Mm. Helps you go back down. Okay. The journey is never fair. Okay. Nothing alongside the journey mm-hmm. is ever fair. Mm-hmm. So you can't ever quit. It's true. Because the moment you quit, you're no longer moving forward, and it's easier for you to stumble and move backward. Mm-hmm. And one false move going backward, you have no idea when you're going to stop. Okay. But there's nothing in life that propels you forward to the point where you have that kind of momentum going forward because the journey is a constant uphill battle. Mm. You understand? Yes. That's where I am. Okay. In a lot of different ways. And you learn that it's worth it to continue to go up the hill. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't necessarily become your assistance in going up the hill. Okay. It's just you. Yep. You can't ever get tired. No. And I feel like throughout this episode... I'm not only going to explain why it's an uphill battle. I'm going to explain why you have to continue to fight it and you can't ever quit because it's an uphill battle. Okay. You ready? I guess. Yeah. I have to be. The journey is a hill. You are Lauren. I am Grant. Oh, okay. There we go. Okay. That sounds way better. You got it now? Yeah. You're Lauren Hill. I'm here for this. Now. I'm Grant Hill. Now I'm awake. Okay. 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 Right. Okay. okay. Right. Did I make it easy for you? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's party. All Welcome right. to In the Moment. I'm in the moment. Stay in the moment. Yeah. Hey. There's a moment in everything, and everything is a moment. We talk about the comedy. In it all, this is your first time. Welcome to the funniest podcast you have never heard. 
I'm your new favorite comedian, Mo Mitchell, your money back. Shout out to all our regular listeners and our new listeners. Episode 178. Hey. It's up. Yeah. I got a feeling mm. that this just might be one of the best episodes we've ever done. I hope so. Because I don't feel like doing it. All right. Nah, you know, it's yeah, it's something too coming in here on those days when I feel a little bit vulnerable. Oh. Which means, oh, don't do that. He exposed. I had six episodes where I've been, let's use emotional, out of 178. That should tell you it's something. Just, it's just something about when a man is exposing himself that just makes him so, oh. Well, it's all day. <laughs> I'm about to, oh, this out, you hear me? All right, good. Nah, I'm not here to play today, Katie. It's going to come. Okay. It's going to come different. It's still going to be there. I know. You know I know. I mean, I, I, mean, I Don't know. Don't get it you. twisted. No, I know you. But I don't know. I just feel like partying today. I don't want to be loud. I don't want to insult anybody. I just want to party today. That's what we're here for. That's where I'm at. Are you ready? Oh, uh, yeah. Are you ready? I think so. You said it two times. I don't know. What? Because normally. When they had a concert and they'd be like, yo, I can't hear y'all. Turn it up. And, what? They, and what they always do, that wasn't loud enough. Yes, it was. What? <laughs> yes, yes, it was. yes, it was. Yes. You got my money? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did my check clear? It then was it was loud, loud enough. enough. <laughs> Sing your song. Sing your little song. <laughs> no, that's how he had. You know? <laughs> you like my voice. It turned you on. <laughs> that's how I feel this week, all right? Okay. All right, Mo, it's time to tell them why you mad. Dripping over my head Why they test my feet I'm just trying to get through Number one, fresh, out the gate There I was mm. Atlanta United came mm. Saturday night I was there It was lit You're... Katie decides That Atlanta United getting busy is not enough <laughs> Katie decides that all of the drinks that we didn't had is not enough you're not going to do this, but go ahead. Go ahead. Katie decides that the fact that she got to the game mad late for the first time ever in life, and we were there waiting for her, and it was almost halftime when she arrived, was not enough. I had people hustling me in the parking lot, right? Katie decided that double fisting as she walked mm -hmm. to the seats with one drink that clearly involved light liquor and another drink that clearly involved dark liquor. Hey. And they were both for her. You're was not enough. I you're right about that. <laughs> so she wanted to start the wave. <laughs> That's what happened, right? Yes. You wanted to start the wave. If you have never been at a live sporting event, mm -hmm. there is something that happens where you look to your left or your right and you see everyone around you stand up from out of their seats. And do a, what is that? Do a wave Ooh. motion. Right? But you have never in your life thought about who started this shit. Exactly. Like, who was the person that decided? Oh, behind this. Right. Yes. Well, on this day, mm -hmm. on this night, mm -hmm. it was us. Mm -hmm. And I think I was on the wrong side of history. You were. Katie said, even though Atlanta United is busting ass, and this is by far... Exciting enough. Yeah. It was kicking ass that night. And shout out to Casey, who invited us to the game. Absolutely. Thank you. Sent us some wonderful gifts during the game. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you so much. Thank you. 
And they even brought us gift bags with jerseys and all types of things. Katie decided, you guessed it, that's not enough. Nah. She said, let's start the wave. Woohoo. I said what you think anyone in his right mind would naturally say. No. Of course. Why would we do that? Mm. Don't embarrass me in this way. Come on. I look to my left. Mm. Voice of in the moment, Key Will is there. Mm-hmm. He looks at Katie and he says, well, what are you waiting for? Hey. hey, hey. Patty Cakes is with us. Mm-hmm. She stands up and goes, well, who shall I recruit? Okay. Next thing I know. Yep. They go, let's get it started. Mm-hmm. Let's do this thing. It was three of the black eyed peas in the building. All right. All right. They stood up. They waved. Mm-hmm. I think about 13 people did it with you. Yeah, they was like, woohoo. That was it. It was woohoo. And at that point, I said, haven't y'all embarrassed me enough? Sit your asses down. No. Because one thing about God, right? Uh Uh-huh. It's C-C-C-C-C, right? C-C. When you don't choose to give up and you choose to push towards your goal, no matter what devil tries to stop you, You're going to make it through uh-huh. the other side. Yes. All you have to do is believe. And I believed that we could do the wave. Can I get an amen? No, because all, right, all of all the right. pastors who <laughs> preach like that, did God tell y'all to do that with y'all? Nah. I, and I, nah. Why do y'all do that, yo? Nah. No, because you're nah. part of it now. <laughs> why? I just, honestly, honestly, yo. I wasn't, I wasn't no. about to give up. I, I had no fear. No, but before we go into that, the first time okay. I went into his church uh-huh. and seen a black pastor do the ah, and then ah, and then ah, I was so confused. Right? I feel like Migos got that from, I don't worry about it. Anyway. Nope. <laughs> no, the ad-lib game. Oh, they had to. Right? Look, they had to. See? Katie wouldn't give up. Uh-uh. Maybe this is a testament to never giving up in life. It is. If you want something, go for it and don't ever let somebody make you feel like you can't accomplish it. 100%. Because I was the guy who was sitting there telling them, stop this, stop embarrassing me, sit down. Y'all kept getting up and doing the wave. Hey! No one would move. Then y'all said, let's do it again. Hey! Two sections got involved. Yep. And then it stopped. It died. But I said, this might have legs. Mm -hmm. But I still wasn't. Convinced enough. No, you were not. That we were walking anyway. You were not. They did it again. Mm-hmm. Hey! Four or five sections got involved. There was one section that was like, yo. We're not fucking with y'all. We're not with it. Mm-hmm. Relax. It's three to one. The game mm-hmm. is over. Take mm-hmm. it easy, right? I looked you in your eyes. I said, Katie, this is it, right? You looked back at me and said, we're going to do it again. <laughs> we're going to do it again. And I said, she is unhinged. Katie has completely, completely lost her mind. I would, I refused to give up. And in that moment, I heard a voice behind me. No, it was not the voice of God. It was the voice of a woman in a blue shirt who said, Hey, try it in the other direction. And I was like, what? She's like, try it in the other direction. I said, okay. Yep. And so we did. We mm-hmm. tried it in the other direction. And what happened? And lo and behold, that shit took off about five rounds. <laughs> It was woo, that and thing it kind of died, off. and it, it caught went, fire. Woo, and it caught fire. Bop. It caught fire, did it not? Yes. The entire arena took to the wave. Yes. We officially started the wave in Mercedes Benz. Round of applause for that. Hey. Because I will now take credit for being a part of it, even though I didn't want to, <laughs> because that's what people tend to do in life. But do you know the lesson here, though? What? 
it's never give up. Like, even though yes. we, we tried so many times and it, out of the times we tried, you should have really Don't make given us that up. corny. It was six. It was only six times. All right. Out of the times that. But Maybe at seven. that point, you would have given up, though, like, for real. Like, God. I'd have up as a two. Whew. Yeah, I was ready. But I kept going. It it just proves that perseverance, right? And going headstrong, you'll get an end result. It and means something. It meant something. And then that night was the highlight, honestly, the highlight of my night because we were the only ones that did the wave that entire night. It was because of us. I never thought we would actually be able to walk away from arena, an arena and say we started the wave. Yeah. That's kind of fly. Yeah. Congratulations. Oh, and the guy behind us with the sun. Oh, yes. That was fly. I turned behind me. It was a guy. It was a son. And I asked his son, I said, what'd you think, man? Was that cool? And he was like, oh, my God, it was so cool. And then his dad said, you inspired us in a way that I really genuinely needed to be inspired. That was awesome. And he gave me a, a, a handshake. And then he walked out the arena with his son. And if nothing else, that in itself was worth it. Mm-hmm. I think we did something pretty cool. We did. Who's next? All right, let's talk about sex. Baby, let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all of it. All right, salt and pepper. We um, we got the point. Now we have to get to three things that involve sex, but we have to do it quickly. Are you ready? All right, I'm ready. Number one, what is this with this reusing sex toys thing? You don't do it. Rebecca from The Big Show and Katie had a debate on The Big Show about if you reuse sex toys or not. Mm-hmm. Now, my initial response was one that I thought was common sense. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Why would you reuse a sex toy? That just doesn't make any sense. No. Uh, There's no amount of cleaning that would make you feel like it's okay to stick something in me Mm -hmm. that you had already stuck it. You understand where I'm going here? But that was a debate on if people actually reuse sex toys. Mm -hmm. Some do. A lot of people actually do. They think, hey, if I clean it, it's cool. It's, It's fine. Now, I feel like when it comes to heterosexual relationships, you can't change it. Like, what you have is what you have, And that's where I want to have the debate with you because it would be too easy for me to come in here and agree with you, which I do, Mm -hmm. on why you shouldn't reuse sex toys, right? Mm -hmm. But when you and the rest of the show got to debating, first of all, I didn't know it was so much. It's over $100 to get a new strap. Yeah, if you get a good one. An average one is like, you know, $60. But again, why would you get a bad strap? Like, if you're going to pay for it. I want to be quality, top notch. Yep. So you want the right size, Mm -hmm. the complexion, all that matters? Well. Like, does your strap complexion tell me where you stand on the kind of, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. On what you're into? Does that that mean something? It does. Okay, I figured. (laughs) It does. I don't, I want to say it doesn't, but no, it does. All that plays a factor the size the, the girth all that what type of harness i have all of that Kay, matters i seen some shit in columbia because you know it's sex shops on every corner uh-huh. i seen a strap that was um let's just say it was a machine gun oh it was God. an mp5 it was an m16 it was one of those <laughs> so if i walk in and she got one of those in the corner what that no, mean no she loose. <laughs> she loose. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't gonna feel nothing. I might as well leave. Goodbye. <laughs> you not for me. Wait, you walked up the wrong tree, big dog. The wrong tree. <laughs> okay. All right. That's the. I got it. That's the I got wrong it. tree. I got it. Now. 
because I'm trying to understand the language, right? Mm -hmm. Now, yes, I think you should clean it. Absolutely. That's too easy. Yeah. That just makes sense. That's a given. But if we talk in real life, you can't. You, it's like you can't. You can't change it. Yes, and that's, but I, I meant change it, not clean it. Yes, you shouldn't clean it. You should change it. Yes, you can't change it in real life. And and that's the thing. It's like for men, I hate it for y'all because you know we can't change it. Yes, I hate it. <laughs> okay, wait. but at the same time, you know, a woman's thinking. What? Uh, so you had this in Keisha the other day, and yeah. you was fucking with her, and now you fuck with me. What makes me so special that you fuck Why with me? Why do you with think men don't think this? What do you think your situation I, I is? It's no different. Okay, exactly. We think the same thing. You don't let Charles in there. You don't let Reggie in there. You, you know what I mean? Like, and, and that's the one thing I appreciate about my sexuality is because I can change it whenever, right? I, no, you can't. You're I, human like everybody else. I'm talking about my strap. I can change it. Oh. She ain't got to deal with the same strap. You're right. You can get she, a new one. She don't have to deal with that. Whenever you choose. She don't have to deal with who I was with for three years and fucking with her the same strap. That's she ain't a different deal. strap. She ain't got to deal with that strap. I didn't think about it this way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She can be like, nah, uh, uh, we're going to go pick out a new one together. Oh, like, you get to pick the strap even. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah. Wait. And it changes. I would love this. Bodies I, wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter at that point because it's a whole new experience with the person. It's like it's refresh, right? New, reborn, right? For those who like strap, because not every woman like that. So you're a virgin. What do you mean? Wait. <laughs> Wait. Oh, over again! <laughs> and so there's a new strap. Wait. Wait. I mean, basically. No, I mean, like, no, for real, right? It's brand new. It's fresh mm -hmm. out the plastic every single time. And I know in the queer community, this has been a strong debate, especially with lesbians and studs, of do I use the same strap or do I get a new one for a different woman? Right. Right? Yeah. And a lot of what I've seen, there's a lot of studs who will be like, hey, nah, if I'm not with you and you're not my girl, you're yeah. just here for the short term. You for don't a good get a time, new one. not long term, you don't get a new one. Really? <laughs> they will not change that. You just... I, Put a Lysol on it. With the same one. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, You're not even worth the new joint? Yes. That's nuts. But. Wait, that was the wrong way. <laughs> I should have said that's wild. No nuts. My bad. There's no nuts. <laughs> All right. That's that's wild. My nuts bad. Nuts not applied. Okay. Got it. Not included. Nah, you not included. Can you buy the nuts? Can you buy the nuts? Honestly, I think Are so. Are they even necessary? No, they're not. So but they're pointless. Some people want to make it feel like that, especially those who go on transition and they're going to trans. Wait, you can feel them? They actually make a difference? If you want that. Okay. There's, there's something for everybody in this okay, world. Okay, I got it. Yep. It's, it's something wild. Got it. Moving on. So <laughs> when, it, when it comes to the strap, because you can change it, I would prefer you change it, you know? Yeah. Just because you can change because it. Because you like, can. Yeah, with the man, you can't, and that's it. Un you know, like, you have to deal with what you deal with. You can't change that about them. So you stuck with the dude. You have to accept that. And what happens if you are on a night out and it's lit and y'all both drinking and having a great time and y'all both show up with the book bag, with the strap in it? Oh, I got an argument with this chick over that. This has happened? I got an argument. Wait, what happened? She pulled out her shit and she hit me with it. She's like, nah. <laughs> No, oh, wait. Just, no. Wait. Nah. All right, Mom. Okay. It was December 2022. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was raining. I'm nah, I'm, I'm here. Now nah, I put this on Netflix. I'm lit. Yeah. What happened? She was like, we just got an argument. I'm not going to tell you the whole thing. Random she, argument. Uh -huh. We got an argument about it. She pulled out her shit. 
against my shit and was like, my shit is better than your shit. That's the wild, wild west at this point. And we had an argument about it. And at the end of the day, we didn't use either one of those. Neither one? Nah. Y'all both was trying to figure out whose strap was going to get used? Yeah, we had an argument, but we never used Y'all was like two gangsters trying to figure out who was going to actually catch the body. When she pulled me, she, when she pulled it out, she slapped me. When I was like, all right, you won. Who's, I, wait, hers was bigger? <laughs> it was. That Damn shit it. scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> She pulled the big joke out on she you? She pulled out a pen. <laughs> you wasn't ready? <laughs> it was the way that she was like, ain't nobody. You reneged? I did. Okay. I did. Yeah. Uh, she won that battle that night. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I just. The fact that y'all had a, a dick measuring contest. And here's the thing. She was shorter than me. So imagine one <laughs> She was like three inches shorter than me. And she pulled this shit out. And I was like, whatever you want. It's okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm the bitch now. Oh, my God. Ow. Where you want me? She, she had BSE. Yeah. She had big, big strap. Mo, I was scared. I was scared. You ain't never all right. I was scared. You backed out? I, oh. oh, but you lived to fight another day. I did. You made the right decision. Yeah. Who's next? Now, speaking of decisions, mm-hmm. is it or is it not the right decision to get on this show called Naked Attraction? Wrong. They brought this up on a big show. I believe Abby brought it to the table where there is a show where apparently it's about naked dating. Mm-hmm. And all of the men line up. And on the women. first episode. On oh, the first yeah, episode, yeah. it's men. Mm-hmm. And I guess the uh, the door opens up halfway and, well, it's um, it's Meat Fest 2003. So a woman has her option for about six men. Yep. The door opens up until they're grown. Grown mm-hmm. area, right? Is it grown or growing? 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 I never know. That's okay. Keep Whatever, going. their penis. Yeah. It opens up to their penis, <laughs> yeah. right? And then from there, she has to choose one to go home. She's, she eliminates them as they show more. And they said they get about within six inches as they're inspecting the penises. They get that close to them to know, determine. She's closer than that. She's closer than six? She, it was like, she, for real? <laughs> she was like that close? She was very she's close. She's trying to see the light at the end of the tunnel? Yeah, I don't know. She was very close. But yes, she looks, inspects. They have them turn around. She tells whatever she likes, what she doesn't like. And in the end, it ends with their voice, though. Like, after they go up past their penis, it's their chest, it's their face, and then it's their voice, and then it's their stands and what you like. And they kick you off. Mm-hmm. Each each time a, a level's inspected, she has to kick off one at a time. And a guy has to walk out butt naked and hug her. Yeah, she ends up with two guys at the end who are both butt naked, and then she has to go and get undressed and then comes back. Why would anyone sign up for this? You think it's a different thing. Why right. does anyone sign up for any love dating show? Love is blind. The Bachelor, gold, the Golden Bachelor, you know? Well, I think I have an idea. We'll get to that a little later. But between that and what Abby brought up on the big show today about the dark rooms in Atlanta. Oh, we know. She didn't know. Was, I know what place she was talking about. You know the place? Yeah. Dark rooms. You go into a room. You don't know who's in the room. It's dark. You can't even make out a face. It's men. It's women. It's you don't know what's Allegedly in there. Allegedly, in the third room, because when you go in, you go into the main room, and it's a room for everyone to socialize. You still have your clothes on. You're still drinking and have a good time. I didn't know this. Part. The second room, you you unrobe, and then you're just naked, 
having a good time. The third room is where things go down, and that's where it gets busy and it's darker. You know what I want, though? I want that level of sexual liberation. I do, too. I really want that. We talk about this show, Third Room, the people that have the ability to just treat sex and nudity as if it's nothing, as if it's just a Tuesday afternoon. Life must be so different to that person. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know how we get to the second level of uncomfort, but I do know how we get to the first. Uh And back when you would watch March Madness, Mm -hmm. if you did, college basketball, there was an announcer, his name was Dick Vitale, speaking of dicks. And he used to call some of the better players a diaper dandy. A what? A diaper dandy. What is that supposed to mean? I don't really know. He just used to say he was a diaper dandy, baby. And that's said what. It just like that? Just like that. Okay. That's what we both were mm-hmm. on Monday. Morning. Mm. We were diaper dandies. Were we not? Do you want to explain to the listeners why you and I, on Instagram, in a photo, with our diapers on? So, basically, there was a fundraiser that Kristen hosted for Helping Mamas. And the fundraiser was about how many people can donate diapers to mothers in need, those donated. And based off of how many diapers you donated was based off of what reward you were going to receive, right? Mm-hmm. So it started with Chris in a diaper, Bert in a diaper, Abby in a diaper, Mo in a diaper, and the whole staff in a diaper. If you donate basically over 45,000 diapers. But you didn't know you were going to be in a diaper. I had no fucking clue. The rest of the staff had no idea. The day of, we all thought it would just be Kristen, Bert, and myself. Yes. And then that day, the rest of the staff also had to join in on pictures with the diaper. Yep. Okay, now this is funny to me for a couple reasons, and then there's the serious part of it. Which one do you want me to cover first? Funny. Okay, funny. All right, well, it was obvious that Katie had no idea that she would be in the diaper. <laughs> Not at all. Because she was ashy as fuck. Okay. I was so fucking Katie ashy. Katie was out there. I was not prepared for that like, shit. Like, like a what? grown ashy baby. You saw me run to my car? I ran to my car, y'all. Right before we took the picture. First of all, the first diaper I tried on didn't fit. It was a small. It didn't fit. It was like in my crevices. It was not. I was like, where's another size up for this adult diaper? Then I looked at my knees. Oh, my God. I look like Mr. Brown from Tyler Perry's. Yo, you and was down bad. Like, no, you was trying no, to figure out. No. What do we do next? Y'all not about to fuck me up with this. And that was the only thing I had going for me is I wasn't ashy. Everything else was down bad. But at least I knew to bring lotion because I knew I was going to be in a diaper. Right. But <laughs> seeing you run to the car. <laughs> I was running in the diaper, y'all. I was in the diaper running to the car like. (laughs) Yo, you know the part that messed me up? I didn't even get to tell you this. What? Like, this is when I knew I was down even worse than I thought I was. Because when we went to the bathroom to, like, take the diapers off and put our regular clothes back on, Uh I opened the door, and it was a black dude in the bathroom. No. Washing his hands and he looked at me. He looked he like up he up down me. Oh, and was no. like, 
You all right? And I looked at him and said, no. Help. Help me. You know, don't tell anyone, but help. help me, right? Yeah. And so we had to explain this. And all right, so <laughs> I've spoke about this on the Bird Show before. You have. And I, I guess, you know, people typically only remember the traumas that are relevant to their lives, and I understand that. But in reality, um, I had to speak to this on a bird show because there were a lot of commentary on why I didn't look so happy to take the picture. Mm -hmm. And for me, I get it because Katie and I speaking about this behind the scenes, it helped me remember that everybody just sees life through a different lens, right? And for me, it was like common sense why I wouldn't be the happiest because like I'm an adult, I thought... Like, being a grown man in a diaper wouldn't necessarily be, like, my favorite part of the week. Mm -hmm. But I didn't realize how so many people didn't get the deeper meaning involved in it. And I'm starting to realize that you have to express these things even when you believe them to be common sense. And so I spoke to, in the black community, to just be blunt, we don't really do shit like that. No, We just never. don't. It's, mm. it's just never been a part of our culture. And growing up, you may see it as unfortunate, but it's a reality that I guess you kind of look at those things as that's just white people being white people. And so when I do that on a white platform and have to go back to my community, go back to where I'm from, yeah, they don't look at it like, wow, look at what you did to help. So many mamas, so many babies, so many families, which is a beautiful thing. And that's why I did it, right? Like, I did it. Of course, I'm going to do it. But I also realize what I have to face at the end of it. And at the end of it is the history of being black and being on a white platform and having to do something that is considered embarrassing to yourself in order to get laughs and giggles out of people. Mm. And Dave Chappelle once famously went on Oprah, I believe it was, and spoke to how he was never going to get an address. He was never going to do certain things once he got to a certain level because he knows that there's a stigma that every time a black comedian becomes successful, they end up in the hands of white people to which they make them get into a dress or they make them do something that's embarrassing in order to get laughs out of people. And it's kind of like making the black person dance so that everybody can get enjoyment. And because of that history... A lot of the time, when you do things like that or you're forced to do things like that and you have to go back and deal with your people, they're not receptive to it. Mm. And we spoke to if that should be different or if it should not be different. And to be honest with you, Katie, I'm torn, and I want your opinion on this because there's the part of me that feels a way that I don't get those same text messages and I don't get that same attention when I do something great. Mm -hmm. But I get it when we have to do things like put on heels or be pregnant or put a diaper on or whatever have you on the show. And there's the part of me that feels like that's ridiculous. Why do we even have to go through this? But there's also the part of me that feels like history is history and we should respect it, right? So sometime on the show, we talk about the history of women. Mm -hmm. And we speak to how jokingly today, when women say one thing, they mean another. Mm -hmm. And as men, it's like, why can't you just say what you actually mean? And mean what you say. 
And not even as men, because I believe we got a caller that was a woman who called up and said, this is exhausting. I don't want to do this anymore. And I remember the consensus on the show was, well, you're right. You have a point. But women are like this because of the history. Right. Because of what women had to deal with in the past. So that nowadays women may not necessarily want to speak up all the time and tell their truths because they were held back in the past. So in that case, in that scenario, we respect history and we understand that that's why things are the way they are today. Mm-hmm. So when you now look at being black and the history of a black person having to quote unquote dance because of the situation that they're in with white people, instead of it being received the same as in, well, this is the history of it, so we shouldn't do it. It's more so like get past it. It's for a better cause. Do you understand my correlation? Yes. And that's where I'm torn because the part of me feels like, yeah, we should get past that. And they should respect the fact that I'm doing it for a better cause. But the other part of me feels like, well, wait, 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 wait. When we, when we speak to understanding why we have to move a certain way today because of the history of what women have dealt with, well, shouldn't it be the same for what black people had to deal with? Yeah. And that's where I'm torn. So how do you feel as far as us having to wear a diaper in that situation? Be honest. I'm... I'm- my feelings are mixed about it, right? Because I hated wearing a diaper just as much as you did. You just do a much better job of hiding it. But that's why the second picture we took, I was like, yo, I'm going to be right next to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that, was, that was your Remember? moment of being yeah, over yeah, it. I was, like, I was like, I'm right next to you and it's ugly as... <laughs> yeah. It's pretty... It's, it's embarrassing. It's but pretty, it's, yeah. it's two sides of it. I think that people who may not even recognize it, who may not know, who aren't educated, don't see it as the same, they think that we're equal, quote-unquote, right? Mm. So the same thing that we do or the same thing that they do and for the reason, they're not seeing it as there's a difference, right? But just like you, I received the messages. The same message you received, I did as well. There's people who are thinking that we're actually equal to all of our colleagues in the sense of it's the same when we're really not. And things we go through... We don't go through the same shit that our colleagues go through. It's unfortunate. Now, I know a lot of people be like, well, you can't bring that up. We're, we're tired of hearing about this. It's no matter what. It's an everyday thing. Yes. And it's not going to go away anytime soon. It's graded on a different scale. Yes. It really it's is. It's not the same. And I don't think that was fully understood. The first time I spoke about it, I don't know that it is the second time I spoke about it, but I do hope it is this time because it's not... Mo just not wanting to be a part of the process. It's it, I promise you it's not that. It's just a different upbringing. I, I don't know how to else to explain it other than we just simply don't engage in that kind of behavior that's never been a thing. I'd never forget the first time we did Live Like a Woman Week and I genuinely had to sit down and explain to my dad why I did that. Mm-hmm. That was one of the most uncomfortable conversations I've ever had in my life. It has haunted me from that day on because I didn't know how to look at my dad and say, Papa had to do this. And to say I did it because I'm getting a paycheck doesn't make it any better. It's just the same as, and I've never, I've never expressed this, ever. It's just the same as me helping out Kristen with Jimmy, right? The visual of it. The visual of it is. You're the help. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm a mammy. Mm -hmm. And and I'm a nanny. And I hate, it, you know, disturbs me when someone says nanny. Because even though I know that's the proper term, it disturbs me. Because I'm like, when I look at Kristen... And Bart and Jimmy, I look at them as family. They just so happen to be white, but that's my family who I always want to help out. They don't treat you that way. They don't treat me that way. But on the outside looking in, it's like, oh, 
you gonna be the help for them right that's what you're gonna do for this family and i don't see it that way either but everyone outside not of not course. kristen and bart yeah, none of, of course them. I, I call them my white parents to this day because that's what they are. And I love Jimmy to, to death. Mm-hmm. I, that's my family to me. But the way other people look at it the on actors. the outside, yep. it's you're the help. Yep. You know? You can't change that. And all we can do is explain it the best we can from our seat because you're never going to satisfy either side of the debate, right? Like, mm-hmm. to some, we're going to be the clowns. Like I've truly in my life, I'll be completely honest. I've never felt more like a clown than when I've had to go back to my community and explain why I was in heels, why I was in a dress, why I was in a wedding dress, why I was in diapers. I've never felt more like a clown in my life. Sure, I think of All American with uh, if you've ever seen it on Netflix when Spencer mm-hmm. would go to the other community to play football. Beverly Hills. When he would go to Beverly Hills. He was over there getting busy. He was the man. He knew why he was there, but he had to go home. Crenshaw. When he would go to Crenshaw, everybody was like, oh, how is it playing over there? And no matter what his accomplishments were on that side, he had to come home. Mm -hmm. And he had to address that. Mm -hmm. And it may seem easy to come back home and, and convince everybody that I'm doing something that's better than or bigger than. But it's genuinely not that easy when you look at the history of the way things have played out. And it's something that I don't think you could fully understand if you're not black unless we actually use our voice to express it in the best way we can. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like we've done that? Yeah. Are you okay? Now, yes. I felt better after expressing it too, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. It's a bit rough. But we did it for a good cause, and I'm yeah. very happy that so many families will not have to choose between diapers and food for whatever we decided we had to do. Mm-hmm. Who's next? All right, real quick, GTA. Katie, what? Grand Theft Auto. The game, they got the new one out now? Not yet. No. Six is coming out. I don't know when the release date is. Oh. Five is currently out. I just bought the PS5 version of it because I only had the PS4. Okay. In light of that, mm-hmm. I want to address a couple things that are happening in real life that remind me of GTA. Okay. Okay, we talked about 50 Cent and the way he was changing his clothes. Yep, we did. Did you see the Twitter video about the Jack in the Box shooting? Yes. What the fuck is going on? That was stupid. That was GTA type shit. But we did tell them, like, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, stop, leave people in fast food places alone. Yep. Woman jumped up at the Jack in the Box drive-thru and started shooting at the customer. Never seen anything like that. All he wanted was his missing fries. Last video I saw that reminded me of GTA was the two grandmothers scrapping. What? I ain't never seen two older ladies scrap in my life. I sent you the video. Did you see it? Edna. <laughs> Katie, they was really fighting. No, two older women. No, I, I saw the video. I'm just shocked to see two elderly women fight. So my question to you is, mm-hmm. let's just say, oh, you happen to see your grandma getting it in with another grandma. Okay. They going at it. Mm-hmm. Ha, 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 and a biscuit. What? Put her on her ass. No. She on her pockets. No. How do you react? <laughs> All right. No. Nah, nah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not getting out. Nah, you no. not, you're <laughs> not gonna fuck up my grandmother. No. Nah. Look, what my grandmother always told me is like, I'm the mother of all y'all, right? Yeah. She started the lineage. Yeah. So no, no, <laughs> baby. You're not about to knock on my grandmother and think it's going to be cool. 
<laughs> no. you you nah. gonna put your hands on her? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. You I'm, can't beat up somebody's yes, grandmother. If she beat up my grandmother, I can beat her up. Oh, yeah. I, I'm my grandmother's daughter and, you know, daughter of daughters, uh-huh. granddaughter. You, so, yeah. It's hands. Yeah. It's hands, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> you should have kept your hands to yourself. Exactly. Anime. All right. <laughs> Don't touch my grandmother. All right. Nah. All right, <laughs> Stay tuned for another episode of In the Moment with their host Mo and co-host Katie.